Hey, what's up? We're not dead. We're still alive. Welcome back to Nature. I hardly know her. The podcast. We are back and we are live and in action. Uh, Ranger Ross here with Nature Walks Noah. What is up, guys? Nature Walks Noah here in the studio. I feel like we've been in hibernation. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute. We're, we've been in hibernation. We're coming out. Coming out during COVID, right? We're coming out during COVID. Oh, hey, all right, all right. <laughs> well, we've got a great episode for you today. Uh, got a special guest joining us later on. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine from the Omaha region, so he'll be uh, he'll be hopping on later. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So, yeah, I think, uh, Noah, you want to take this first segment and just kind of start, start it off? Yeah, so for the first segment, we want to talk about, like, because of coronavirus and COVID-19, um, the thing with Corona, we, we thought about how we found our beach during coronavirus. Yeah, like for sure. You know, like, what, what are we doing during coronavirus? What are we, are we making ourselves better? Ross, you been, like, working on anything? Yeah, man. I mean, it's kind of nuts. If you think about COVID, like, the amount of time you spend alone, uh, away from others, it's kind of crazy. Um, and so, yeah, you know. You know, isolation. You know. Yeah, and, like... So we, on like March 14th, which is a while ago, went on our work from home. So I've been working remote, you know, be me by myself in my apartment. And like, I went home for for the whole first month just to be with my parents. Because number one, they're paying for groceries and stuff. So oh, hell yeah. Oh yeah, no expenses. It's super great. Yeah. Um, it was fine. But then I moved back and I actually had to move apartments. So that was stressful in and of itself. Like during COVID, finding a place... The logistics of moving but it all worked out but dude during covid like one thing that i've been trying to dive into more um is uh daily running naps. running okay and daily naps <laughs> hey but no dude like i've been on this kick i'm trying to to shred up um and I think I've been taking a good approach for burning calories, but not necessarily getting the muscle breakdown I want. And we might get into this later on in the pod. Yeah, we might have a special segment for it. Yeah, we may. Yes. Uh, name the, the, the name is to come. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, but yeah, man. So I've been focusing on running. Um, ran like a half marathon on my own, kind of, one yeah. time. That was good. Um, so I'm working on that. And also I've been trying to like do some self-learning with like free online code camp for responsive web design. So that's been nice. Something I've been trying to do. Which uh, language? Uh it's just like HTML and okay. see like HTML, JavaScript, like real simple stuff to start. So yeah, been doing that. But man, it's, these these months have been flying now. It's been kind of crazy. So how about you? I mean, you're still you're still thriving in Denver, right? <laughs> Uh, well, guess the cat's out of the bag. What? <laughs> what? What kind of cat? Carol Baskin? This is, yeah, well, kind of. It is in Florida. Oh! Wait. That's right, nature lovers. I'm moving to Florida. Oh, shit. Down to the Everglades. Nature walks Noah is walking all the way down from Denver, Colorado to Florida. Damn. What are the tropics? Um, so my parents moved there about a year ago, um, during the little lockdown thing, decided to be a good time that I just stay with them, you know, indulge in their 
cooking and free, you know, you know everything they just provide for me, <laughs> basically. There you go. I feel and, you. Uh, Same here. That's that my that's my tactic. Yeah. Well, so I don't have I don't have to be back in the office for a while. My lease is ending this month, so I basically said that I'm gonna move back and uh, spend some time in Florida. And I was like, shit, like, yeah, I think I'm gonna just move here. And yeah. uh, I always kind of wanted to move to Florida, so I was like. Yeah, I should stop being around the bush. Just do the move. Do it now. For sure, dude. And, uh, you know, this way I can be in Florida. I can be working. And then eventually when I'm ready to transition to something new, I can make that move. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Hell yeah. So being down there now, I mean, so you've been working from there for a while now. Working remote. Yeah, I've been a little over a month probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what's been your what's been your beach, man? I know that you've been out in the sun a lot, and you've been yeah. just uh, you know working on yourself. So, what what are some things that you've been finding? Yeah, so there? it's it was just great. Like, you know, your parents are they love you, you adore you. Your parents are great, but they're just cooking meals for you, so you don't have to worry about like grocery shopping and the clothes yeah. and all that. And you're just you know, I was focusing on like great nutrition you know maybe a little bit of working out but also I was trying to manage like stress from my job and um what like I knew I was going to change my direction in my life so I was like focusing on where am I taking my life and being confident in that decision and managing my stress levels is really good for me um like my health overall that I'm able to like work out very well and sleep a lot better and you know, after, as a result, I feel a lot healthier. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm sleeping better, like I said. Yeah, dude, I think that's a huge key to people who maybe are newer in their careers or just fresh out of college. Like, when you get your first job or whatever, I mean, the first few jobs, like, sometimes it's hard, even if you're in a tough spot and you're not enjoying it, to think, like, oh, where is this going? Like, what's coming next? And you gotta be confident and know, okay, maybe this is what I want, but, like, like you said, coping with the stress of being confident in your life decision and knowing that yeah. there's something better to come. So that's that's fantastic, man. Yeah. Cool and stuff. You want to keep building that. You know, you don't want it to look like you're just hopping job to job and everything. But at the same time, you, you got to know when it's like time to move on or time to look elsewhere. And when certain things aren't, you know, like if a certain job isn't building you up enough or there's, you know, toxic or like you know office politics yeah. and, uh, issues like that you gotta know when when to move on and when you realize that it's like out of your control you can't do anything about it and then For the sure. stress starts coming down and you get yourself out of like you get stuck in like the office you're always thinking about it and yeah. then coming out to Florida it's been really good to like get myself out of the office and think about like wait what what am I really excited about like you know Am I, like, forgetting about what I want to do in life and all that stuff? You know, so yeah. then I was, in, I was out there in Florida. I'm like, shit, I... You know, eventually I want to buy a house. I can't buy one in Denver because it'd be, like, four times the price. Yeah, for sure. So. Better life set up. But you had the experience in Denver and, like, that's a huge that's a huge thing to have. Like, Yeah. You know. I mean, Denver had so many experiences. Besides even the work experiences, I mean... The mountains and the people out there. Yeah, a lot of people had different stories, different, so many different backgrounds, and it was, I mean, 
I'm definitely going to be back to Colorado. I mean, it, oh, yeah. hell, if I even got a good job offer, like a good enough one, I'd even move back there for another job. Yeah. Damn, dude. Well, that's cool stuff. Cool stuff. So, I mean, it, it is interesting. And, like, COVID has been such a huge impact on our society. And just, under like, seeing how people cope and how things change is, has been crazy with society. So, not being able to go out, have a good time, that's been tough. Wearing masks, right? Yeah. Not a big fan. Not, definitely not a fan. I, I, I'm not one of those guys rocking a Gucci, you know, face mask. Dude, my mom made mine. And it's legit. And I'm, it's all I need. Well, I'm ready for, as our good uh, wise man once said, future, I'm ready for a mask off. I'm ready for us to take the mask off. Dude. Yes. <laughs> You know, yeah, our boy Future, we're real close. <laughs> Your mom, dog, Future. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Hit us up. You're back. Mask off. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we don't know. Just lean in the cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, with, with that shit. All right, no, what we what we doing next, man? Where we going? Um, so, are we talking about finding your beach? Yeah. You know, you want to go to the beach, you want to look good? We're talking about running. Oh, yeah. Working out. Okay, we're going with this. So, what else? What have you been doing other than, you know, you eating better? I go see you. Let's have a segment. Okay. About nutrition. About nutrition. Okay, segment about nutrition. And losing weight. What should we call it? I don't know, because I'm, you know, we're, we're both men. Yeah. Low to mid 20s. Mm-hmm. And, and we're conscious of our weight and our appearance. So I think the segment, I think it's an easy, it's, it's an no-brainer, right? Yeah. Wait, wait, watchers. Wait, wait, watchers. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Watch, two men in our 20s just watching our weight. Just watching our weight. Just there two guys. Go. Yeah. Um, so, so what have you been doing? Well, that's, that's, that's been a good, a good, you know, that's a good question. Um, tell me about the running. So yeah, when I was, so when I was back home at my parents, that's when um, the discipline when, when eat, with eating got bad. It's tough. Parents cook good meals. They cook dessert. There's always cookies or brownies or something hanging around. So my mom bakes, you know, whatever. Yeah. And as much as I want to say no, I always give in to the little sweet tooth. Yeah. And it's like, no, Ross, don't do that. But, yeah, I've been running a ton, um, you know, just this weekend alone. Um, ran, like, 11 miles in two days. So, like, it's not, a, like, crazy humble, amount. Humble brag. But... <laughs> Uh, I've been I've been feeling better with it, so I've been doing that. And then I typically, you know, my, my typical day routine when I'm in Omaha, living on my own, I will typically skip breakfast and just drink a cup of coffee in the morning. Um, if I'm hungry, what I'll do is I will take uh, frozen blueberries, put them in a bowl with granola, and I'll eat that. If I'm really feeling hungry, it's like two eggs and a piece of toast. So those are the cal. That's the caloric intake on a typical day for me. For, um, for the morning? For the morning. Mm-hmm. For lunch, I'll either have leftover dinner the, from the night before, which is usually like a protein and a vegetable or rice. Um, or like this week, I bought just lunch meat turkey. I'm going to just have a turkey sandwich. Bread is good carbs. Midday, I think. Yeah. Um, some turkey. Uh, it's still light enough. And then I don't snack. And if I do, typically apples or carrots, I'll snack on. Mm-hmm. But that gives me a good baseline for my evening workout so I work out after work so I'll have those I'll have that lunch and then that will set me up to you know I'll be starting to get hungry for dinner mm-hmm. but when I go to work out 
like it's good because my stomach's empty, my yeah. food's digested, and I can start burning calories. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my mindset going to my evening workouts, whether I'm running um, or doing just a bodyweight push-up workout. Um, and that's, that, that's been my struggle, you know. And now, for you listeners, Noah is a lot more, um, I would say, in tune and knowledgeable on nutrition um, and just knowing what to put into your body and knowing what to do to get the results. Um, I've, been, I've been trying it for a little bit. For a few years, yeah, I would say like different things. Yeah, yeah, reading about you know different papers and what other people do. Yeah, you know maybe not as scientific as some people have done it, but like I know there's like different methods and like kind of what you're saying. You would kind of maybe it's not like a complete fast fasted workout, but it's like empty empty stomach. Yeah. So then your body's drawing from hopefully the fat reserves. Yeah. And I try not to eat like much sugar throughout the day either, um, which I think is good. I get my energy from my caffeine in the morning. Um, but yeah, man, that, that's been my kind of nutrition outlook. Um, and, I, and I'm young, so I'll, I'll cheat on that from time to time. I'll get Dairy Queen with a friend or I'll, yeah. you know, whatever. But as long as I stick to my core routine, um, that's where I'm at. But, you know... With COVID, there's restrictions on gyms and things like that. I just moved. I don't have dumbbells. So Yeah, it's tough. The, the new apartments amenities are opening up June 1st. So I'm going to be hitting that gym and taking steroids. So let's go. <laughs> That's a joke. It's called Get Rich Quick, boys. <laughs> um, Get fit quick. Oh, I have a question. Have you been doing any like intermittent like fasting or... Um, yeah. Anything like that? Like, how is it? I was for a while. I wouldn't eat after 7 p.m. and I would not eat till lunch the next day. So, when do you normally eat till, like, 7? Seven. 7 is usually my cutoff. Okay. I'll eat dinner. Sometimes, okay, I, I, maybe when, 8 is more accurate. When you were fasting, though, you stopped? When When did you stop when you were fasting? 7 or 8. I can't remember So, which isn't one. that what you do now? For the most part. So, you are... Fasting. I'm still fasting from, yeah, I don't eat after, like, dinner, so after 7 or 8 until sometimes lunch the next day. Okay. That's pretty good. It's decent, but it's not consistent. I mean, then some days I'll eat breakfast, some days I won't. Now, it really you, depends. If you can get, then, a workout, it's, like, really tough. Have you done these before, the fasted <sighs> workouts? No, but I will tell you, morning workouts for me are so much harder. And, like, I went for a run yeah. on Saturday. Went for a seven-mile seven run on Saturday. And I felt like absolute shit. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know why. Like, I've been running consistently. Like, why do I feel like crap? I think it's I was dehydrated because I hadn't, you know, you don't drink water for the eight hours you sleep. So I think I was dehydrated when I went for the run because I just drank, like, a water bottle in the morning and went. Um... My body, like organs, weren't probably fully functioning yet, like in their daily a- active routine. So your body's probably not used to, yeah, like just solely only using like fat as energy. Exactly. And so your body's like, "What's going on, Ross? Give us food. What's, come on." Yeah. And it's telling you something's wrong because it's expecting you to be, eat something. Well, then I started getting a headache. I got a headache after my run. Yeah, they're bad. Dude. And I'm like, and then typically like the endorphin, like I. Typically, if I have a headache, I will force myself to go for a run because afterwards it'll be gone. Like the endorphins will. Yeah, the that. runner's high. Yeah. yeah, but like I was so confused, and the sun was shining, so I'm like maybe it's like sun sun sickness compiled with like fasting. So, um, so 
my senior year, I was doing that, and I was doing the runs in the morning. I'd wake up, I had a black coffee, or I'd have, a, like, um, it's like a pre-workout amino mix thing. Okay. It's supposed to is it have, like, fat burners in it or something. Nice. But it was like a, you know, that kind of style directed amino mix yeah. thing. But they suck starting out. They're, like, really hard. But I would just tell myself, like, work out for, like, like easy workouts. Like, just get to gym, be the gym, and, like, do something, like a bike or, like, incline walk or, yeah, uh, you know, whatever, elliptical or something for 10 or 20 minutes and then go home. And it's, like, you just do that little thing, little part, and it would set you up for such a much better day. And then when you oh, yeah. nourish yourself, then, you know, because, like, you know, you're burning a lot more efficiently yeah. that way. Yeah. What it does really suck, but it you push through it and your body kind of learns how to like burn better. Yeah. At least for me, like after a couple days, after like a full week, especially of doing it like that, it got way easier. For sure. But also, when you're trying to lean out, you have to still remember to get enough protein, and like you want to like. Like, when I was leaning out, I was cutting way too much food out. And I was oh, losing shit. too much muscle mass. Yeah. Well, but, that's, that's, the, that's the stressful part. But, like, think if you're really leaning out, maybe you don't really want to go below, like... I mean, I'm not a, a expert in this, but you don't want to go below, like, 0.5. Like, if you go... If you can stay at 0.7 grams per pound that you weigh. So, you yeah. say, let's say you weigh... 170. 1, 1.70. Yeah. You don't want to go below uh, like 100, 150 grams, I'm guessing, of meat, of protein. A day? A day. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. then try to vision how much meat, like how much protein that is. Like, you know, like chicken patties lined up, right? That's a lot. Yeah. You know? So even though you are fasting, you still want to nourish your body. Yeah. And your body's going to tell you that like, you know, it's going to, it's not going to be good if you're not getting enough nutrients yeah so that's where you get muscle deterioration like upper body yeah you know so incorporating like full muscle breakdown like when in the weight room like twice a week that is how you're getting your body to like burn more calories with the cardio then your body's gonna keep continuing to burn um while you're sleeping you know? yeah and that's gonna make the, the running a lot more efficient. Cause as you keep running, your body's like way more efficient now because it's like building up those muscles. It's easier for you to run longer distances and it's burning less calories because your body's like, don't need this weight, let's get rid of the upper body mass. Yeah. So like, you know, okay. that's why lifting weight, you're you're like kind of contracting, like your body's like, let's turn into a long distance runner. And then you're telling your body, Let's turn into a bodybuilder, right? yeah, like a big, big guy. Yeah. So you kind of have to play that thick Rick. Yeah. <laughs> that teeter totter. <laughs> um, but I, I've kind of done that right now. I'm kind of just uh, chilling. I'm kind of leaned out. Like, yeah. I think I have like three abs. <laughs> Dude, hell yeah. There's, a, just, there's a story you posted the other day or something with like, your shirtless. Look, look, look pretty good, bro. It was, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> I have a few girls that are like, damn. Damn. 
You want to name these Which, girls or are they? I'm just, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> the girls. But here's the thing: is like I felt like self-conscious taking the photos. I so yeah. felt self-conscious looking at them, and I felt self-conscious posting them. And then you know, people are like, "You saying you look good?" And then you're like, "Shit, maybe I do look good." And it's just kind of like in my head that I'm just like. Because I would look at myself in the mirror, even that day, I was like, I look at average. Yeah. And then other people are like, no, you look fine. And I'm like, you're right, I probably do look fine, you know? I'm probably just overthinking a lot of it. Yeah. Um, and it's like, we get a little hypocritical of ourselves, because we're always oh, yeah. just looking at ourselves in the mirror. Well, we're looking at other people. And we're comparing ourselves. It's, and with social media, you know? it's even worse. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a full-on... Yeah. So I guess what we're what I'm saying is like, you want to keep a healthy mind. Yeah. With your healthy body. For sure. You know. I like that. Healthy mind is it's a good thing, especially tough with COVID. But yeah, I think that whether it's your workout or whatever you're doing, finding that outlet to maintain that mental health can go a long way in just making sure that you're getting your your physical health in there as well. Yeah. Lit. Well, but, guys. Yeah. Yeah. This has been Weight Watchers. We watchers 1.0. <laughs> we watchers 1.0. Let's get ready for next week or next episode. Yeah. It'll be great when we get in gyms. For sure. Get back on the yeah the supplements. For sure. Oh yeah. HGAC or whatever it's called. HGH. HGH. Yeah. Uh, human growth hormone. Human growth hormone. All right. So Noah, segmenting out of that, you know. Yeah. What else are we talking about? Okay, so we're in the gym, right? We're in the gym. We're going for runs. We're, we're, you know, putting good stuff into our bodies. Yeah. What for? We want to look good, true. But why do we want to look good? It's the females. It is. It is for females. Yes. You know, you're in the wild. You got to be able to, you know, men are like peacocks. You know, if you look at any other species, the male is usually the most, the, the most, the prettiest one, right? Yeah. Like peacock, look at those big ass tails. Female peacocks are like brown and look like <laughs> look like a hen or something. Yeah, it's a hen, right? So we're trying to just show off a little bit, you know, attract some ladies. So Noah, how's the love life, man? How's uh, <laughs> got any of those good Florida girls? Oh, or are you still no. you still dipping in Denver, dude? I, I don't know if she's gonna be listening to this. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, her name's Jane. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mentioned to her, she's like, oh, I want to hear it. I was like, I think I might record a podcast. Well, then we won't have to go in too deep, but... Um, well, I guess... Well, okay, I'll say a few things. Okay. During quarantine, I think everyone wants to like have that person to talk to. For sure. So... I feel like it's easy to be like connecting with people online. I don't know if you find this, like you're certain, you're yeah, Snapchatting certain people, yep, or texting certain people, FaceTiming certain people, FaceTime, yeah, people. and it gets consistent, and you're like, you know, I kind of like this, yeah. But you have to ask yourself, like, you know, if they were in the same town as you, or like trying to measure yourself, like if they you were in the same town, would you would they be like hitting you up, or would you be like hanging out, or like would it is it just like the online e-comfort like that safe that safe space like that's what I'm wondering with the relationships that are folding 
I mean, maybe I don't know about the Florida thing. Like yeah. that's that's its own thing. But like, like in general, the other people during quarantine that are kind of reaching out to me or yeah. I'm talking to a lot. I'm like, are we just talking to each other because we have nothing else to do and we want someone to talk to, or like, dude, are we actually into each other? I feel that a hundred percent. And like, you don't actually know a person like until you meet them. Like honestly, like you yeah. go on hinge dates, you go on bumble dates. Oh, Sometimes you get there and you're like, all right, sided, dude. <laughs> we talked about this. Yeah, in two, two, three. <laughs> yeah, listeners, you ever seen the movie The Blind Side? Oh, well, that was Who Years Girl. Yes, <laughs> I was there for that. Oh, you I met her. I met her. On her sister too. Oh. And weird night. And weird night. Sister's boyfriend thing. Oh yeah, she dropped her off in the middle of the interstate. Yeah. Oh, shit got crazy, guys. You guys. We'll bring a GoPro next time. <laughs> um, yeah. But dude, I totally feel that. I think I think everyone in this time like, is seriously just looking to for like a connection. And so, um, I was talking to someone kind of previously to COVID happening. So I think I honestly think that may have skewed my perception of what it was going into it. And for you listeners, you'll hear you'll hear later on yeah. uh, in the episode yeah, that whole later. story. I'm not gonna dive into it now, but. Um, I really think that once, yeah, I, I think that being, being in a spot where you can't go out, being in a spot where you can't see people, like you just need someone to talk to. So, so let me ask you this. What are you thinking are the first moves for reconnecting with the opposite sex? Like after COVID after like, let's say you're talking to someone steady. Yeah. And you know, we're like. You're in Nebraska. It's like half quarantine. Yeah, is that what it it's, is? it's wishy-washy. Safer at home. Yeah, like some some restaurants are open. Some are just takeout still. The ones that are open, it's like you know you, you sit at like tables that are spaced out far apart. So there's a girl that's like, hey, you have to Netflix and chill though. Like you know you, you guys should just hang out. Yeah. Right? So like, what would be like the first steps? Which like, if you're talking to a girl, you're gonna hit her with like. You watching any shows on Netflix or like, like how do you get that ball rolling? Like before. Well, like, are you talking to anyone right now? Like, are you trying to get something going with them? Or? Well, so two weeks ago there was this girl that I was talking to on Hinge, and we had been talking for a while during quarantine, honestly. And um, I was home in Omaha, and she's hanging. I'm like, you know, hey, like, I don't know what you're doing, but what are you doing Friday? And she's like, oh, I'm free. I'm like, okay, like, let's, let's hang out. Like, you can come over. So we just literally planned, like, she'll come over and, like, we'll cook dinner. Since, like, we can't get dinner, you know? We'll say, hey, we'll, we'll Did cook you something. do the, the hanky-panky? <sighs> Did we do the hanky-panky? Turn it all around. Hold on. <laughs> so she wants to make pancakes because, like, oh. she's the recipe. So, okay. So hanky-pancakey. <laughs> just kidding. It's not good. <laughs> Dad jokes and I don't have kids. Okay, so she comes over, we make dinner, and she is like one, like very different than her hinge profile on Snapchat. Two, oh, like touching my inner thigh like the whole time, like right off the bat, rubbing my neck, which is fine, but like. So she definitely just wants the butt. Yeah, but this is where it gets weird. I. So when it comes to the ladies, like I like a girl has to have good breath. Oh, 
And this girl, I like, not to be mean, like, but she would sit on the other side of the couch and I could smell her breath. <laughs> and so the thought of like that. making out with her, like maybe gag a little bit. So like, yes, I wanted to, yeah, you know, risk it for the biscuit, dang. but I, I wasn't in the, I just wasn't there. And so it was tough because she was like rubbing my neck and like touching my thigh and stuff. And I was like, you stink. I, Did you try giving her like mouthwash or something? No, I thought like, that that'd be rude. It was my first time seeing her. Just be like, yo, I got some new gum. You want to try it out? That <sighs> was my car. <laughs> it was tough. And right. so... Like, you ever brush your tongue? Like, I love brushing my tongue. Let's brush our tongues together. <laughs> She's like, no, what's that? And you're like, oh, shit, I gotta go. Oh, uh, so, I mean, that fizzled out. But all in all, like, after talking, like, that was kind of a good first, like, hey, let's hang out and, like, just make dinner. You know? Yeah. As long as you're not infected with the vid. It is. COVID. I, I hate, though, like, when you're inviting a random person into your house. I mean, not. Yeah. But you take that risk when you don't right now. Like, exactly. What, you know, they stink breath? Or are they. Yeah. Are they a babe? You have to have. Are they Abraham Lincoln? Yeah. Or are they. Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> stink Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Dude, well, it, it, and it's like, you know, when you bring them back to your place, you know what you know what's going to happen. You're bringing them back. Oh, like back, back, like you're bringing them back. Back, back. And oh, okay, like there's always those first few screening dates where you just grab a drink, and then maybe you grab some dinner, you know. Yeah, qualifying. You're yeah, right. yeah. qualifying the leads. Mm-hmm. We talk. And then when you're looking to seal the deal and give them the proposal, not marriage. <laughs> that that's when you invite them over, and then you have that romantic that that first romantic you know night blossom. All right. So in COVID, it is very tough. You got to shove all those into one at your home where they make it the wrong impression. And yeah. It doesn't go well. Have you tried any virtual, like, first impressions or like, um, calls or bef- are those weird or? No, they're not weird. Um, before, yes, before quarantine, I talked to a few girls on, like, FaceTime. But during quarantine, I was talking to that one girl you'll hear about later so I really wasn't talking to anyone else I, del- I deleted my social dating apps because I thought it was going well I deleted Hinge I deleted Bumble I deleted Tinder deleted See, them all for this girl going so badly I deleted them <laughs> oh oh no uh, then I moved to Florida so yeah then you got it back and it's just like paradise well yeah I got bored so. <laughs> dang well that's the dating life man um now yeah so I think we'll segue into segment number Three or four. Yeah. With our special guest. We'll get our guest on here. Yeah. Um, I'll let you take that away. Introduce our guest. Yeah, man. Uh, and yeah, so on to the guest. All right, listeners. So we got a special surprise for you. Uh, surprise guest for you on the pod today. Yo, what's up, Ross? Um, what's up? You're not the guest. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. I'm oh, here. <laughs> yo, what's up, Noah? So, um, so this guy, he's my future roommate, good buddy of mine here in Omaha. Uh, works with me at Flywheel, and I'll let him go ahead and, and introduce himself. Uh, what's up, Alex Soto? What's up, Wildlife Fam? This is. Soto, you already know, though. Oh! Uh, 
glad to be here, man. It's dude. Fun. Thanks, thanks for the invite. Dude, thanks for coming. Excited. Thanks for coming on the pod. I've been waiting to to get you on here. Um, so for all you who don't know, Soto's got a big personality. You know, he's a big personality guy. Uh, funny guy. Um, you know, first things first. Like, gotta come up with a name. So if we're going with Soto. You gotta, gotta, gotta get that nature yeah, name. Yeah, we gotta think of a nature name, guys. Um, so I was thinking like Sycamore Soto. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't know about that's that. all right. I don't know about that. No, what are you thinking? Uh, what are you thinking? Like, uh, like Slim Thick Soto. Ooh, Maybe. Slim Thick. Oh, Sandy, Sandy Soto? Sandy Cheeks Soto? That definitely goes with my personality. Oh, Sandy yeah. Cheeks, for sure. Yeah. Well, you can also, you know, get that intensity in you, you know, Superstorm Sandy Soto. <laughs> <laughs> now you're pushing it. Okay, all right, all right. What are your thoughts? What's, what's, what, are you, what are you thinking? Uh, well, I'm, I'm from Mexico originally, so I think okay. we have to make, like, some sort of, you know. Oh, reference? Reference to that. Ah, oh, dude. I took three years of Spanish, so, like... Hola, me llamo, me llamo Clemente, ¿y tú? Diego. Hey. Um, dude, south of the border soda. Oh, I'm digging it. They have it's, got little salsa. it's got a little spice to it. South of the border salsa is pretty good, dude. <laughs> it is. It is. I'll tell you, this guy, he knows how to make some salsa. He is like one of the best cooks you'll meet. Um, not only with authentic Mexican cuisine. I've, just, I've seen the stories. Yeah, oh, he's he's all, all, around, all about it. So Soto, give us a little background, man. Like, yeah. You're you're a, a young professional, uh, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, but not from the states originally. So, not so me, what, yeah. what brought you over? What brought you here? Wait, do we pick the name? Yeah, are we going with South, uh, of, the South of the Border Soto? Oh, we're doing it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know I agreed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, give us a story, man. How'd you uh, how'd you end up here in good old Omaha? Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for the build up, uh, by the way. I, for sure, I, I like it. I'm digging it. Uh, well, it's weird, man. Like. The wild side of me just keeps me like taking me north. I don't know why. Nature <laughs> says creatures move south for the weather. I keep doing the opposite. Bro. I think it's like my natural selection kind of power. Well, sometimes you but, gotta go. That's great. Sometimes you just gotta go against the grain, it's right? It's too easy yeah. down there. It's yeah. too easy. It is. Looking it for is. a challenge. Looking for a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So, long story short, Came here for a girl, man. Mm. <laughs> well, like, Dude. Why am I gonna hide it? This yeah. fist, this fist, the, this fist the pot. We're always <laughs> talking about the chicas, so okay. Yeah, a senorita oh, brought Spanish. me here. So yeah, good, good Spanish right so, there, so, chicas. Yeah, <laughs> so, so came here for a girl. Yeah, came uh, here. And you, so you guys met, did you guys meet in Mexico? No, so uh, I actually moved from Mexico to Arizona. I was uh, enjoying the uh, crazy tropical weather of Arizona for the last oh. three years. Yeah, dude. Was it the Temp Tempe area, Phoenix area? Yeah, right. Yeah, right around ASU. So I know all about the like, uh, party scene and yeah. all that stuff. <laughs> Mill that's, Street. That's my jam. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mill Street every weekend. I, I, I some did an internship in there uh, two years ago for the summer. No way. Yeah. Where about? Uh, I was working in Chandler, Arizona. Okay. I was living on campus with my friend. Ross came to visit. Morgan. Me. Morgan. <laughs> so um, she was in the apartment building that looks out to ASU Stadium. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah, I know which one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Cool. Dude. I know about that place. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, lot of late nights there, so. Hey. Uh, hey. hey. So you're. Not we'll, at his head. We'll save that for another episode. Hey. It's hey. <laughs> a late night edition. All right. Yeah. Hey. Overtime. We'll see. Okay, so I've been to Tempe a few times, and I will say. You know, the party, the bar scene's great, but I, you know, being one who gets hung over a lot, 
You gotta have a good breakfast spot. I'm a big snooze guy. You gotta, you gotta hit up snooze oh, yeah. if you're if you're there. Oh, snooze, food. man. What are your a thoughts? Tempe. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's my place to go. Uh, some really good uh, food right there. Definitely the hungover food if if you're going for it. That's that's the place to yeah. go, man. It almost tastes better than the snooze in Denver. Like living in Denver. Yeah. Like, I feel like it tasted better in Arizona. Dude. Everything just tastes better in Arizona. Because it's like hotter. And Even the girls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's because it's hotter. Ranger hey. Ross, come on. Classic yeah, Ranger Ross. I know, all right. All right, so back on track. Came to the U.S. for a chica. Yes. Um, and it came to so Omaha. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. So, so you're a Phoenix, right? Yes. All right, so, so, so there's some sort of segue with this chica. The shit hit the fan. Is it kind of a mutual break? Like, you don't have to get too into the details. But, uh, yeah, what was, what was the deal there, bro? It's never mutual. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> you got so close. <laughs> oh. Whoever says it's mutual... Is never. We should have a bullshit button. A yeah. bullshit <laughs> button? Dear, dear, dear! Bullshit! Uh, <laughs> we need a soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> Other soundboard apps. Dude, we should have totally had that on. Scrap this episode. Yeah, so... Things didn't work out, you know, life happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm a guy of the wild, man. I like that, so I needed to be on my own, like... You strong guy? What do you call that? Strong, independent dude, I do what I want. Oh, there it oh. is! So, yeah, and then I found myself in Phoenix, living that single life. Where'd you work when you were in Phoenix? Uh, I worked for a company called ZipRecruiter. Nice. So we oh, work, uh, companies find people. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. It's a pretty big, pretty big company, and they're, yeah. they're in the tech space, right? Yeah, yeah. Very it's, cool. It's it's a cool. It was a cool gig. Cool gig for sure. Nice. Okay. So then the migration continues <laughs> north. Uh, yeah, well, I think you're on your way to Green Bay, right? I feel like eventually I'm gonna end up in like, you know, the. The frozen area. tundra. Yeah, frozen tundra of like Canada or something like that. <laughs> Toronto or. Even further than that, even more north. The North Pole, Arctic yeah. Circle, Alaska, okay. <laughs> Shit. something like that. Which I don't know why, man. Like I'm a tropical dude. I know, but you know what? Now vacations are a lot more fun. Yeah, true that. Yeah. All right. So you're in Phoenix, and you move to Omaha. Yes. For another chica, dude. I I I, I don't learn my lesson apparently. So you found a job there, and like you were talking to a girl that lived there. Like how how did this happen? So it's like online dating. No, my my first official uh, summer as a single hot guy in Arizona, I met this girl at a bar. Use fake names. You don't even need to use names. What? Let <laughs> me use fake names. We don't have to use names. We're all open here. We don't. We don't need to. You know. We don't um, want her to hear this. So. Yeah. So yeah, call her Beth. Yeah, no, let's call Mar- it Margarita. Margarita. Yeah, let's call it Margarita. Whoa. So I met Margarita uh, at this bar, and uh, yeah, dude. So I have no game, believe it or not. When you see this like really handsome face, I have like no game. You look at him; he's got game. I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on. We'll get into his strategy in a little bit here. But. Uh, but anyways, my my homie was trying to like help me out with this with this girl that I saw right there. And um, yeah, dude, like he asked me, he said, hey, dude, have you, have you met my, my handsome guy friend? He's from Mexico, look at his stand and whatnot. And she was already a little tipsy and she was like, oh my God, you're so cute. I was like, 
I, I guess I'm in. There you go, dude. That's, that's how you gotta do it. You gotta wingman. All right. Start. So it's a great start. Yeah. So you know, obviously, the only angle that I have is my Latino angle. So I try to work dude, it that night. Why not? I work my Italian angle every day. I try. Yeah. You, you hey, make, you want some meatballs? Yeah. I was gonna say that you make him so fast. <laughs> See, obviously my, our listeners know Ross has no game, so it's okay. <laughs> Continue, Soto. <laughs> Wait, what is the Latino uh, game? Like, I don't know what that means. Oh, dude, it's great. So, I work into the conversation, the fact that I am Latino and I know Spanish. Like and you can dance well? Like, oh, that go, that, that's later. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> get the juices flowing a little bit. Exactly. Get the energy going. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I got you. So the Latino game is I work the Spanish into the conversation and I tell him that I can teach him Spanish. Okay. Oh, yeah. So I let him know oh, about like a couple that. different words. Like, hey, okay, say this in Spanish. And then they say something in Spanish. And now they say this in Spanish. And then they say something in Spanish. And then eventually I say, okay, why don't you say, dame un beso. Oh. What does that Which means give me a kiss. Oh, oh okay, so, so she was like, no, I know what that means. And I was like, well, still, why don't you say it? And she said, dame un beso. So I was like, okay, we're asking for one. <laughs> and oh, so smooth. smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And, and that's how we moved to Omaha, right and there. Yeah, after that, I packed my bags and moved to Omaha. Oh, shit. Damn, <laughs> moving quick. All right. Damn. So oh. moved to Omaha. Uh, work a flywheel. Yeah. Yeah, good, good company. Best job I've ever had. Yeah. I mean, I get to work with you, so that's kind of like me. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Especially the first day, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be friends with that guy. <laughs> uh, now we're making tacos together, so what can I say? True. <laughs> oh, shit. At the rate we've been putting podcasts up, that's that's how great it is to work with Ross. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every, every week. Um. <laughs> All right, so. I was kidding. <laughs> what are you? Yeah. No, you're not kidding. No. It's not. Um, so, yeah. So, we're trying to put them out more often now for those listeners that are just so loyal they have to hear us. We're putting together an action plan. Yeah. We're going to revamp the podcast. Yeah. More to come. Yeah. Stay Don't tuned, too guys. Much. Watch the Instagram. We're going to be going live a lot. Yeah, watch, watch the gram, for sure. I'm excited. Yeah. I want to see that. Dude, you can be part of it, bro. Oh. Heck yeah. yeah. We need Soto in it. All right. So... We've heard the story of how Soto Yori Noto has got to Omaha. You know, he's living in the heartland. And we also know he's good with the chicas. So being the, seller sta- <laughs> being the stellar salesman he is. And, you know. I don't remember that phrase. From example, uh, you know, uh, being good friends with him, he's definitely tried to critique my game. Because uh, he's got a strategy, and, and it, it's kind of like a sales strategy. So I'd love him to kind of talk through how does he, what, what are your angles with women, and you know, um, feel free to share any stories uh, on, on how you tried to uh, whip me into shape here. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. I feel like I'm giving him like my little golden nugget. I should charge like people for listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, this episode is going to be fans only from here on out. <laughs> um. I mean, outside, you know, man, outside of outside of the Latino angle, I don't have many, many angles, but to all my listeners out there, and this is, whether you're a dude or you're a girl, like this applies to everybody. All the sexes, we're not sexist yes. here. No, no, we, we, we <laughs> embrace everybody. No sex. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, whatever you are. Yes. 
right, let's, <laughs> let's continue. Yeah. Um, I preach the, and this is this. I, my my dad taught me this, and not okay. for getting girls, just in life. Yeah. <laughs> well, it works in sales too. <laughs> it so. works. I preach the you already have the no. Oof. What's the worst that could happen? Dude, that's true. So. You know, a lot of times we're just like, uh, should I go for it? Should I tell her that I like her? Should I like invite her out? Should I like say this or not? So I say, dude, so, you already have the no. I know. What's the worst that could happen? I overthink and everything, I th- bro. And I think you, I think, I think you've seen a little bit of, of that by not paying attention to what I say. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely have uh, seen seen the. The negative aspects of not using that mentality, but I will say the times that I've used it and the times that I've seen it in action, it works pretty well. So how does this like explain a scenario? Like how would this happen? Okay. Oh, let's do sales first. Yeah. How does this happen in sales? Like someone calls you guys up. Yeah. Okay. Like, hey, so I'm looking for what am I buying? In the so way? I'll say she's a current customer, so I'll be like, you know, and we sell for all you don't know, we're a web host, we sell space for people to host the storage for their website on the internet in Lake. Trying to have my Betty Crocker yeah. website. <laughs> so I'm a current customer and like, hey, you know, oh. I have a TV show and it's about this crazy uh, situation with these like uh, wild cats. Oh. <laughs> and it's uh, gonna have a huge spike in traffic, so I need to upgrade. Um, but you know, I'm trying to ball on a budget, so. You know, I'm trying to shop around. I'm thinking, yeah, and so I'm debating going elsewhere, and I just don't know if I should upgrade with you guys or just get on a new platform. So you know, yeah, that's where I'm at. Gotcha. I mean, to kind of answer Noah's question right there, it's that's a pretty easy example. Like, I mean, if if, if somebody's asking me for that and they're on a budget, like, I will straight up offer them the best solution possible. Like, what's the worst that could happen? Bam. They say no. They say no. Yeah. And like I said, you already have the no. So why not go for it? Yeah, because then you can get that next option that might be a little bit below the best, but you'll still profit more off of that versus if you came in under trying to discount them. Or they could say yes. Exactly, they could say yes, and then you're up. Exactly. All right. So that's kind of like a little bit of that game around sales, and that's the same thing that uh, you know it applies to going hunting. You got a uh, you got a, a dating scenario here. <laughs> I'm just kind of curious. I know there's a lot floating around. So, so is the no like? The no is like you have the no, like you you're okay with them saying no. Exactly. Yeah, I think once you pass that barrier of like accepting that you're gonna get rejected. Yeah. You're good, man. Okay. It's yeah. the toughest part. I'll say even like in different aspects of life. So you know, I uh, grew up in the theater. I'm a personable guy, extrovert, love being around people. Um, one thing that I really you know, I'm comfortable being in front of a crowd of like thousands of people. But when it comes to like sales, talking to someone and trying to convince them and persuade them to what you want from, to get out of them what you want is tough. And especially when you're someone like me who wants to please everybody, it's tough to get that. But I'll tell you, mm. that's where I saw a shift kind of in my, in my motivation sales and also my job is just like saying, I, I, I can give a fuck. <laughs> Joe Schmo, if you don't want to buy hosting, that's fine. I've got thousands of other leads I can go call. So, um, but it's definitely worked out in many aspects of life, on confidence and just like all around, just morale. So absolutely, and I think you you definitely said it right. Confidence is like on point because 
Do girls like confidence? I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No, help me out here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I want to say yes. I'm like 95% sure that okay. they okay. like it. So, I was 69% sure, but I was like, oh. Hey. <laughs> kind of like those, the, that, those odds better. Yeah, those are good odds. <laughs> Great number. Great number for sure. But yeah, confidence is key, man. You know, and that's what I said. And I was telling Noah, like, once you pass and that barrier of like rejection and like you say there's there's much more behind that could come up for you so for sure it's a numbers game man it's a numbers game it's a numbers game now it makes me sound like a real douche yeah i've heard every uh, sales guys <laughs> it's a numbers I, game man I, this guy i feel like ready a, to get rejected just keep going that's how it is though i mean you gotta find the right one i mean i've been i've been looking for a while i have a pretty set standard of what i want and i thought i had it for a while here this last one sales or what not a type of woman, though. Oh, <laughs> dang. Yeah, hey. It just didn't turn out. We're going there. Yeah, we're going there right now. Uh, please, please explain, and then I can just like do a breakdown. Okay. Of it. <laughs> Quick summary here. There's this girl. Um, she. I had a thing with her sister last year, and uh, I think I talked about that on Great my, other, my other podcast. But her name is um, her name is Becky. We'll just go with that. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> is it is it the sister or which one? No, that's not the sister. This is the this is the not the not the one. Wait, just say two names. There's Wait. Becky and there's Taylor. Okay. Not Taylor. <laughs> okay. So this is the one. I don't even know who they are, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm lost. There's so many that I've lost. Okay. Well, we started talking and like before this whole COVID thing hit and we were working from home, like. I texted her, we, she wanted to get food with me, so we like went out to get get sushi. You know, sushi's obviously the good end. So I asked her that, I didn't get a no, I got a yes. So I was like, oh, boom. You know, went to a coffee shop after, enjoyed a nice cup of joe, uh, and talked for three hours. You were trying to do her raw. Dude, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that may be in my mind, but you know me, I'm a Christian man. I try to, I try to just, uh, you know, like be more conservative on my approach. But yes. sushi, right? Dude, that, that's, I know. And coffee. Yeah. And three hours of talk. Aphrodisiac. Oh, coffee? Sushi. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so whatever, that happens. And then I actually went to Cedar Rapids for a month, as you heard about earlier, um, on an earlier segment. Uh, but yeah, so I was home, and she was in Omaha, and we were texting every day. And like, if I didn't text her, she'd text me back. So like, it worked out, right? We FaceTimed a few times. I come back. We hang out that first night. We like, you know, we go for a long walk downtown Omaha, most romantic city in the world. Uh, and we just like, you know, we were playing games all night. We were playing some like GameCube, some old retro video games, you know, just for fun. Watched a movie till like 3 a.m. Question, are you guys sitting next to each other? Oh, dude. Or like, was it like For games, no. Or? Movie time, yes. Like? Ross is gonna pull the move, I'm like, was if she you like competitive, like shouldering you? Um, oh, there were definitely some playful banter, some flirtatious banter during the games. Like, okay. oh my god, you, you know, like you try to cover her eyes. Yeah, exactly, okay. exactly. Yeah. What yeah. about a little bit of like good game? Like slap, good game. Slap her on the butt. See, I, I don't want to go that far. Nice job. I man. think she'd be offended by that. So I didn't. So then we watched the movie, and you know, I pulled the old. Uh, so if you were a pirate, would you rather have a parrot on this shoulder 
Or this shoulder. For those of you who don't I'm taking notes right now. For those of you who don't know that move, I learned that in seventh grade. <laughs> Works like a charm. But no man, we like cuddled and watched the movie. I wanted to say goodbye and like at that point, like I felt like Oh, this was that after talking for a month and mm-hmm. all of that stuff, like a kiss goodbye would be warranted, right? And like that whatever. Yeah. So like we do the hug, and then as every guy knows, when you're saying goodbye, if you're trying to kiss her, it's like you you like pull back from the hug, and you like make eye contact, and then like you feel it, and you lean in, and uh, I kind of leaned in, and it was kind of like this awkward kiss on the cheek hug again, and I'm like, well there goes uh, there there goes my confidence. So she leaves, whatever. She's like, oh I had such a great time. Let's hang out then like two days later. So we hung out two days later, cooked dinner. Um, play more games, watch another movie, same kind of night. And uh, then after that, man, like, I hit her up. I'm like, yo, I, like, I really like you. Like, I'm into you. And uh, look forward to seeing you again. Didn't get a response till 10 a.m. the next day. She was struggling with some personal issues that I didn't know about. And then she still wouldn't respond. And then Friday, I'm just like, hey, let's just be friends. Like, I'm done with this. So that's how that ended. But uh, I think that the confidence that I already got to know that was my message to her on Friday. I wasn't hanging on to it. I'm like, if this doesn't work out, that's totally fine. Let's just be friends. And then if she wanted to come back and say, no, like, I'm into you, she would have. But I think uh, sort of taught me well in that regard. I think I had some miss- missteps along the way. <laughs> but he can, he can speak to those. So what, what, what would you say about this? Yeah. What do you think? Well, I, mean, I mean, first, I think I want to say that uh, I, I kind of want to give Ross a hug right now. He, he seems kind of... <laughs> kind of destroyed <laughs> mentally and emotionally you so know me, yeah <laughs> um you know i think you know girls like i said they they like confidence and if you take a little too long to show that confidence and that you're really mm. into something to them uh that could that could hurt I the, the, the the chances for sure um and and I, I I do this, you know, like if I like you, I'm gonna let you know from from the get go that I like you. Uh, and if you don't like me back, then oh well, it happens. Peace out. Peace, not peace out. Like I'm not gonna be a douche about it, but you know. Um, yeah. But but yeah, I mean, chatting with somebody for over a month, back to back texting and all that stuff, and 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 not really sending like the message of like, hey, what's up. I think that's when where where could have gone wrong. Like the message okay. of like, hey, do you like me? Like, hey, do you want? Like, hey, is this more than just your Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I I wouldn't say like necessarily straightforward saying like, hey, like, what are we or anything like, like, like yeah, that. Yeah, you don't want to be like. Yeah. <laughs> what even are we? <laughs> but you want to be subtle. You wanna you yeah. wanna have that gesture of like romanticism and like courting. I really like talking to you. Like and. Uh... Curious on you know, oh, and that's what we, I said. Like, I, I'm excited to hang out with you and stuff. And so like we ended up hanging out, but then like after that first night, I should have been a little more assertive, or even on the first night in person saying something like, "Hey, like I really I think enjoyed talking." To you, my you opinion know? is less text and like more like what let her know what you want yeah. and like because she kind of has this like comfort vibe. I think yeah. And, you kind of have like a friendly vibe and you're fun and she's like okay i'll come over i'll play some games with them and you know we'll cuddle and she, girls like games they like cuddling love and it. you know maybe she likes you but maybe not but she doesn't really know because like i haven't pulled the move on i haven't like you yeah. were like super upfront but she does like the friendliness 
But when I'm not, but when I'm too nice, that's where it falls apart because then she doesn't have, she doesn't know where I'm leaning. So then that kind of pulls her away. I think right. you gotta like approach it like less nice in the beginning, like more like you gotta think about Ross a little bit. Bring out a spadouche bag. <laughs> I mean, not spadouche bag so much, but but Who like is this so you speak of. You know, you gotta be upfront with her and yeah. yeah. Um, it's my sixth grade nickname. Yeah. <laughs> Sixth grade. Two <laughs> they call me spadoosh bag, man. Give me a chicken nuggets. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh. yeah the, the PG-13 clubs. Um, We've all definitely been there. I mean, I've been there. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's hard Stuff because hard. obviously you like this girl and you don't want things to like end in a way. Even yeah. like the friendship. So it's kind of hard to take that step. But... I mean, you already got to know. You, you already got to know. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Well, that's a uh, it's a great message to end on. I feel like um, so Soto. Thanks so much for joining on this on this on this pod, man. It's been great having you. We'll definitely have, have you again. And for those listeners, um, definitely keep your eyes out for the updates. But yeah, man, thanks for hopping on. No, thanks guys. Thanks yeah. for having me. This thanks, was fun. Sarah. Glad to share a little bit of. Wisdom, yes, per se, but big air quotes. Yeah, we got <laughs> yeah. the guru. Oh, yeah, here. I, I keep forgetting. Those. Yeah, I keep forgetting that this is just voice recorded, so I'll still do it. We're working oh, on the video. Epic, <laughs> epic. All right, but so, thanks, for having me. thanks for having me, guys. All right, so south of the border of Soto, one last thing. If you had to leave us with one phrase or one last uh, bit of words, words of wisdom, what would those be? Ooh, just words of wisdom in general, or yeah. words of wisdom in love. Whatever you want, man. You put me on the spot right now, man. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, we do a lot of relationship things. Whatever you're thinking. Yeah, yeah, but hey, words of wisdom. Don't be afraid of effing it up. Mm. No matter what, I'm in Omaha. I'm enjoying great company, great friends right here. And if I I was afraid of fucking it up, I wouldn't be here right now, so oh. don't be afraid of effing it up. Damn. It's gonna, it's gonna be good at the end of the day. That's awesome. So we'll thanks, guys. We'll thanks for having me. Yeah, man. All right, and we'll see you guys later on the next episode. Peace. See you.